MMA Gambling Podcast on the Source Gambling Podcast Network is brought to you by Shady Grays. Go to ShadyGrays.com and use promo code SGPN for 50% off two pairs of polarized sunglasses. Hi, you're Jonarinos, and welcome to the MMA Gambling Podcast and the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. Episode 325, Gumby Promises. One of my co-hosts promises one to go to Frankie Dezine, one of our degens in the Discord at sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash Discord. If you're not in, make sure you get in there. Uh, he, he hit a massive, uh, Gumby will probably describe it to us later, but he hit a massive multi-sport parlay, which is the true degen move. He had the Boston Bruins, and he had Joe Pfeiffer, and I think he had another... There was there was a third leg, I think, to his parlay, but anyhow, they all hit, and I think it was for a big plus. Well, obviously, it was for plus money, but I think it was like quadruple digit plus money. So, Gumby's in, in the Discord promising people episodes. So, fine. This one goes out <laughs> to Frankie Dezine. And if you want an episode um, dedicated after you, um, then get in, the, get in the Discord and do something, uh, do something to get our attention. Not something racist or dumb, just do something, um, something humorous. We like humor. Or hit a massive like plus. Fifty-five thousand dog, and we'll uh, dedicate an episode to you. All right, I'm one of the hosts, Jeff Chalks Fox. Uh, thank you for coming to the show. This is one of our recap episodes. UFC 287 went down last night from Miami, Florida. It was your. It was basically had a little bit of everything for a um, what you expect from a UFC card. It had um, fighters retiring when you know they're not going to retire. It had what. Uh, right-wing politicians being uh, being feted as per usual. It had uh, uh, questionable scorecards, you know, all, all the usual stuff that we expect from this lovely sport of ours. So let's uh, we'll get down to. Oh, and and Gumby's going to uh, spin it so that he had a good night, even though he went six and six. But um, so so it's it's your typical card. He's probably going to tell us how some of his picks should have won and they didn't too. So that's just the way it rolls. But we love him because he hit a couple of. He's going to tell you he hit. A couple important bets. So let's bring him in. It's the one and only Daniel Gumby Reeland. Hello. I, I could be wrong, but I'm pretty sure I've now not lost more than one dog or one one lock yep. all fucking year. Whoa, uh, language and, right out and, of the gate. And I hit another one. And <laughs> not only did I hit my my lock of the week, I hit my dog of the week. Yep. And not only did I hit my lock of the week, not only did I hit my dog of the week. I differed than Jeff on the main event, and yeah, I was and you right. Hit it. Yeah, you, you actually got it right. It looked yeah. like I was seconds away from winning, but it was all um, it, so, it was so all let's, um. No, so let's he, get, he duped us. I was gonna say let let's get right into this. Let let let's break this down. How much of this? Because because he said in the post fight interview, I don't know if you listen because I know sometimes yeah. you don't listen. I, to I, I did hear some of it because there were so many good post uh, post fight speeches last night. Yeah, yeah. There, there were some good ones. Um, there, there were some less than good ones, but there were some good <laughs> ones. Uh, and in Izzy's, he said he, he like rope doped him basically. He, he said yeah. he was trying to draw out confidence in the striking. And let me, let me tell you something. If that is true, and I don't need, I don't know if it's true. I don't know if it's not true. But if it is true, it was brilliant. Yeah. But my, yeah. my question to you is, do you think he backed up against the cage and basically put himself in the exact position he was previously knocked out in only to flatline Alex Pajeda? Or do you think uh, that's a fun narrative that is he invented on his own? Uh, it's a fun narrative. He does 
he always gets back in the cage now. That's his thing. That's why he isn't like the fighter he once was. He didn't uh, in the first round though. Yeah, he, he was he, super he was aggressive in the first round. Because I put it in the Discord how I said right before he got he got the knockout, I said he's being too cautious. He's going to get knocked out, which is what happened last time. He he let Pereira take it to him. Um, he, he didn't he didn't get rocked or anything, but yeah, he was getting backed up to the cage. So I think him getting backed up to the cage was not the plan. It did really look he, he was covering up pretty good. So I don't think he really was getting hit too bad there. Um, and he threw a uh, hail mary, a type of uh, type of punch that actually landed. So. There you do you go. think it was a Hail Mary? I think no, he knew exactly what he was doing. He threw the no. same punch twice. <laughs> yeah, exactly. He hit it twice, too. So, yeah, so I missed out. It was looking good for me. I, I thought Pereira won the first round, but apparently he didn't officially. So, um, on zero what do I know? Judges, eh? On zero judges' scorecards. Yeah, well, I maybe I was looking at – maybe I was uh, I was um, being a little a uh, little biased. Who knows? But I, I it don't matter. I, I'll say this. I, I don't think you were being all that biased. I would say – that fight, that first round to me was a coin flip. I scored it for yeah. Izzy. Again, I'm probably being a little biased because I wanted Izzy to win. Uh, not just for my bets, but also for the fact that like I love Izzy. Uh, you know, I, really? I've done multiple I've I've done multiple interviews with Izzy in my life. Uh, he's one of my favorite fighters to watch all time. Uh, it's not even often. now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, even, I, uh, not excluding last night. I mean. No, no, I, I think I'm interesting. I, I think he gets a bad rap for being not entertaining. And don't get me wrong, are, are there some fights that were not entertaining? Yeah, the uh, Yoel Romero fight that fucking sucked. Um, maybe the second Marvin Vittori fight that was not fun. But like, dude, give me both of the fights with Robert Whitaker all day. Give me the first fight with Alex Pajeda. that was fun. Give me the fight where he beat the piss out of. Paulo Costa, I like that one. Like, I think we we give this dude a bad rap for like not being a finisher when he's finished Robert Whitaker, Paulo Costa, and now Alex Pajeda. We're talking to, we're talking about a guy who's finished those three people, and we're sitting there talking about like, oh, there's not much of a finisher. And meanwhile, on the same freaking card, we're talking about uh, Jorge Masvidal, who everybody talks about being this like great finisher like the greatest finisher of all time when he has ufc decision wins over tim means pat healy darren crookshank james kraus and uh ross pearson like like everybody talks about jorge masvidal like he's this like amazing finisher like israel i decided is 20 times more exciting most of the time than jorge masvidal jorge masvidal just like had a fun knockout against Darren Till and uh, Curly Head. Uh, um, why is his name alluding? Chase Hooper. Right no. <laughs> yeah, thick Chase Hooper. Yeah, exactly. Ben Askren. Chase Hooper's yeah. dead. Yeah. Um, no one who's <laughs> no one who's smart says that about Masvidal. And for the record, that was uh, Izzy's first finish since September of 2020. So. You mean when he knocked out Paulo Costa, another yeah. high-level dude? And then he, Decision uh, lost Black of uh, Blackovich. Decision Vittori. Decision Whitaker. Decision Cannonier. But but here's my question. Uh, so I, I'll say the Cannonier fight was not terribly exciting. But did you think the second fight with Whitaker wasn't fun? No, it's fun. It, it's it's yeah. just that that he promises all this action and he, he wasn't bringing it for and, and two he years, KO'd, over two years there. And, and he KO'd Whitaker before that. The yeah. fight before that was the Calvin Gastelum fight. If you didn't have fun watching the Calvin Gastelum fight. I don't know what to tell you. I didn't you. last night. 
We'll talk um, about that soon. But <laughs> I, I mean, we, we we don't have to be happy about the result, but no, you have to be fair. happy about the the action. All the right. action was fun. And the important thing is Gumby hit his bat on Adesanya minus one twenty five. Seems most people in the Discord hit that bat too. Um, now the problem is he what's was, next. He was man? by the way. He was mm. by the way plus thirteen hundred to win in round two. Whoa! Just, Does anybody uh, have that? Uh, that maybe, you know maybe somebody I know. Yeah. Uh, yeah. There's somebody in the Discord who always asks things like that, but it's yeah. No, I, I, uh, I maybe know one person, uh, for sure who had that. Was one. it you? It was maybe. I had. Whoa! Plus, had and you're still left, doing the podcast today. I you had that some, massive. Bet? I had some leftover money coming to me from. So I, I put in a round robin this week. I, I occasionally yeah. go round robin. It didn't go too well. I won one fifth of my money back. How do those work for people who don't know? Well, uh, so round robin is uh, you, you put anywhere between like three and ten bets together, and then a round robin combines them all into parlays in any given order. So I pick five, and it gives you all five of them in any two play combinations you want, and then any three play combinations you want, and then any four play combinations you want, and then a five part parlay. Okay. So like if you bet, that's twenty six bets. So if you okay, bet a yeah. dollar on each of them, you get all of those different parlays. And it basically, instead of just betting a five-part parlay that you'll probably never hit, it gives you like, you know, some semblance of a backup plan. If you hit two, you probably win some of your money back. You hit three, you win your money back. You hit four, you're profiting. If you hit five, you hit the jackpot. Um, So I only hit two legs of my five-leg part. So I just like had a little bit of money sitting there in one of my accounts. And I was like, I got to use it somewhere. What's Izzy winning in? And I said, knockout second round. Just wow. threw it on there. Uh, 13 to 1. Uh, it, it made a good night a great night. Um, and, I can and, imagine. And again, I, I, wanted, I just wanted Izzy to win anyway. Like, that's, right. that's the best part. So I just... Right. Oh, well, we'll talk. Mm. so back to your other point. What's I next? had a point? I had a question. You, you, asked, you asked what's for Izzy next. Yeah, what's next? Because apparently Pereira's going up. Oh, wait, because it looked like they were in different weight classes last night. And now the, the talk is Pereira's going up to light heavyweight. So do, do you want to tell do you want to tell the fine folks about our sponsors? And then I will. Tell yeah, you I was just. I, yeah. I go ahead. Go ahead. You, you do that. Shady Rays. Shady Rays. We haven't talked about Shady Rays yet. Kick off the new year with new gear built to last. Our friends at Shady Rays have you covered from the sun to the slopes with premium polarized shades customizable snow goggles and much more shady rays is an independent sunglasses company that offers a world-class product that's just as good as any expensive pair we've worn durable frames and extremely clear optics for outdoor adventures less at all shady rays offers the most insane protection in all of eyewear every pair of sunglasses is backed by lost and broken replacements if you lose or break your pair even on day one they told us they will send you a brand new pair no questions asked wear your shady rays with confidence because they have your back long after you purchase with Shady Rays, you can look good and feel good. To date, they have donated over 20 million meals to Fight Hunger with Feeding America. If you don't love them, exchange for a new pair or return them for free within 30 days. There's no risk when you shop with Shady Rays. Their team always has your back. Here's what you need to do. Exclusively for our listeners, that's you, lovely people. Shady Rays has given out their best deal of the year. Go to ShadyRays.com and use code SGPN for 50% off two or more pairs of polarized sunglasses. Try for yourself. The Shades rated five stars by over 200,000 people. So once again, shadereads.com, promo code SGPN. Okay. Apparently Pereira said was mentioning going up as well. So we're not going to see a rematch here. I don't think he mentioned going up. I okay. think Dana White only mentioned him going up. Yeah. There's no what... talk of, oh, he deserves a rematch. Like, because I guess the guy they want 
has the, uh, they want with the belt has it now. So they're like, okay, you can go away now. Do you think the guy they want with the belt has it? Because my my theory is the guy they want with it it does not have it. Okay, who who would that be? Kamzat. Jorge Masvidal. Oh, Kamzat. sorry. Kamzat Shemaev. Oh yeah, of course. Yes, yes. I, I think they want Izzy versus Kamzat. I think now that they got this win, they know they got the mileage out of the Izzy Pajeda fights. That yeah, they, they rushed could. it and it actually worked out. Yeah, I, I think they rushed it and it worked out for them because they it, it clearly popped, right? Like yeah, I, I don't have the buy rate, I don't have the the live gate, I don't have any of that information yet. I know it's it's kind of like yet to come out, right? Um, but when it does come out, I think they did well. Um, you can tell by the the like UFC embedded, they did well. Um, but that being said, I I think it worked out for them because Izzy's the champ again. Pajeda is still highly marketable. I still think he'd beat a ton of light heavyweights. And I think he's saying that because now that Izzy has, like, quote-unquote, gotten his revenge, Izzy versus Kamzat is an absolute pay-per-view headliner that sells a million pay-per-views, right? Like, that is a huge buy rate that we're talking about if that one comes through. Yes. For sure. And then, uh, I, yeah, I heard, uh, what else did I hear? I heard Blokovich just talk about dropping down to fight him too at middleweight, which I think I saw that in Bloody Alba, which is interesting. Um, I can't but, imagine him losing enough to get there. Yeah. But I also can't imagine the UFC saying, cause, cause I know from Blankovich, right? Like his mental state here is like, ah, I beat him at light heavyweight. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. I'll go down and get him. And that's marketable. Do do you feel like Blankovich after dropping the fight he did, uh, or it was draw, I guess technically, yeah, yeah. Ha- has any leg to stand on for that fight? And eh, no, not really. And he's not really. he's getting it, long it in the tooth as well, so it, it just doesn't draw, right? Like, yeah. it, I'm not saying he's not, I, I'm not saying he's not worthy of it or not, but like, you have to have a certain stature to say I'm going down a weight and I want the title shot, or I'm going yeah. up a weight and I want the title shot. You have yeah. to have a Henry Cejudo statue. You have to have a Conor McGregor statue. You have to have a uh, Alexander Volkanovsky statue. And he's got none of those. Uh, especially after drawing with Magomed Goliath in a fight where most people think Goliath won. So, uh, yeah. yeah, like, I, I think it's his Kamzat. I think it's Kamzat all day. You think it's, you think it's going to happen? I do. I, I, and do I think it's he's worthy of it? Fuck no. Uh, no. I don't think he's even remotely worthy of it. Uh, but I think it's going to happen because Strike, well, the iron is hot because he yeah. might get expo- exposed by someone else uh, lower down the ranking. So you may also, uh, you, you, kind of like prayer. You, you got to rush him into it. Right. 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 I, I think that's 100 percent it. Um, and I also think, you know, if for some reason he beat Izzy, you got the rematch there. That's also sells well. If Izzy beats the hell out of him, Izzy's 40 times as marketable as he was before. Like, uh, yeah, there, there's so many reasons to rush that. Yeah. Like throw him right up the rings. And for Pajeda. God, there are there so many fun fights for Pajeda, whether or not he moves to 205 or not. Yeah. Like him versus well, he's, Whitaker. he's barely fought anyone yet. That's, yeah, that's yeah. the key. Yeah. Him, versus, him versus Whitaker. Him versus uh, Marvin Vittori. Him versus, uh, you know, Dreykus Duplices. Him versus Bo Nickel? Jamal him, Hill is dude, what I, I heard. Jamal Hill. Uh, what do you think? Uh, he would, he would I, destroy I, Jamal Hill. I think he would. 
Yeah. Uh, but to be fair, I think Jamal Hill is like maybe the fifth best light heavyweight in the world. <laughs> yes, exactly. So, uh, yeah, sure. Yeah. Like, give yeah. me if he wants to move up, I'll pick him as champion. Yeah. Uh, I'd rather he not move up and fight for the belt because I'd rather Yuri Prohashka win it first and him and Yuri in December. Yeah. Oh, He's in a cave somewhere still, dude. is he not? Uh, he was hiking some sort of fucking mountain recently. <laughs> He's the greatest. He he posted something on Instagram. I think I saw it this morning. His beard was like all full of icicles and shit. Like it yeah, was. It happens uh, to me too, but I don't climb mountains. But yes. I mean, yeah, like he's a uh, man. Man, do I love Yuri Prohashka. Yeah, he's a time traveler. He, he's I've, from a different different time. I've interviewed Yuri Prohashka twice and never been disappointed with him. No, I, I heard them. You, you, yeah, uh, they're so good. <laughs> yeah. All right. The biggest loser of this whole thing is Robert Whitaker. Not Alex Pereira. Yeah. Al- They're not going to give him Adesanya again. Because I would tell you, Alex Pereira wins his fight. Robert Whitaker is fighting for the title next, and he's yep. champ. Probably. I, I would pick yeah. Alex. I, I would pick Robert Whitaker to be Alex Pereira. Yep. I think I would too. Yeah. Anywho, enough of. Well, actually, that, that was that was the only belt that really had significant uh, meaning. Wait, wasn't fight. this next fight for the BMF belt? <laughs> no, no. That belt that, doesn't that get belt doesn't get The Rock was not there. Uh, the Rock was not there. If the Rock's not there, yeah, uh, only a, a former, uh, only a former president was there, n- not a future president. <laughs> the Rock. How long we, how long we've been recording, Dan? Do you have that number there? Do, uh, do I need to do another ad read yet? It wouldn't hurt. Be my producer. Yeah, Let's yeah, do it. yeah. It All right, and then we'll get into the rest of the card. Then we got, uh, we got to fly. <laughs> we got to fly. All right, block two. Underdog Fantasy, they're the kings of block two here. We're brought to you by Underdog Fantasy. Underdog Fantasy is a great place to get down on fantasy and player props all year long. Underdog Fantasy has your favorite NBA, NHL, MLB daily games. Plus, they're already doing best ball drafts for the 2023 NFL season. Head over to underdogfantasy.com and use promo code SGPN for 100% deposit bonus up to 100 bucks. There's underdogfantasy.com, promo code SGPN. And once again, as we've said in the past, SGPN, just enter that code anywhere you buy stuff. And more than likely, you're going to get a discount. Um, we really don't need to say much about this, uh, about the co-main event. Gilbert Burns won via decision right after I told uh, via machine, shellacking. Via yeah, after shellacking. I told the machine Munaf Manji, I said, uh, take the under here. Oops, I, I meant take the over. Uh, 30-27, 29-28. I think Burns disappointed. I, I wanted him to come out and put his foot in the gas immediately and didn't really do that. Um, he is a, a jujitsu ace, and he outboxed uh, the king of whatever king of miami king of st- street boxing king of whatever mosfidal is called he's not um, a king of anything yeah he outboxed him um which uh which was impressive but i just i i guess i had a lot of uh a lot of picks on him winning early and winning violently and that didn't happen so i don't think he did anything for his case for um wanting to jump the line and, and get the next title shots whatever hurry masvidal will be back in some form in combat sports this is not the end but Anyhow, not much else to really say about the Kobe event, is there? I'm going to say two quick things. Number one, I think uh, Gilbert Burns, who was largely, you know, I I think I said before the fight started, I thought he was out to prove a point because everybody's, you know, Bilal, Shavkat, Colby Covington. I I think he wanted to reinsert his name in there. And the best way to do that would have been a quick takedown and a submission in 13 seconds. Didn't even try. I think he thought the best way to do that would be to knock out a boxer. Yeah. And whether or not that's the right answer or the wrong answer, I, I'm not sure, but he tried it and yeah. he almost succeeded in it. So, yeah. you know, like whether or not he, it, that that was the right move or not, you know, like 
who who's to say? I'm not a genius about this. The second thing you is you are a genius though. I am a genius. Hard uh, stop. Just not just not about that. Um, yes. the second thing I will say is, I do think we're done seeing Jorge Masvidal compete. Uh, I I think he's done. He's got okay. business interests everywhere. Yeah. He's got an MMA promotion. He's got a boxing promotion. He's making money in a whole bunch of different places, and he's going to jail, isn't he? He might. He might also be going to jail. Who knows? Probably um, has got brain damage. And yeah. Uh, but I, I do. Before think he got he, punched, or after he got punched? Anyhow, go ahead. Uh, yes. Um, but uh, <laughs> how, how would Colby Covington uh, prove that he had brain damage? <laughs> I I don't know, but fighting is probably not a good way to disprove it. Yeah. Um, uh, but I'll say this about Ori Masvidal, like. He doesn't strike me as the type of guy who's a hanger on. He's the type of guy who makes money off of his persona. Yeah. And that persona fades when you start losing boxing matches to 50 year olds. Um, or, and, and I think he's just going to be a businessman and, uh, you know, props to him if that works. Cause as he said in his post fight interview, like, uh, he, he really did come from nothing. He came from being yeah. a street fighter in fighting on like, shitty bellator undercards yeah and really really truly made a brand out of what he is and whether or not he deserves the brand of what he is or not who's to say but like he did it and like i don't think we'll see him again okay fair enough with me um all right what do we need to do next so we both we need we need to talk about how you uh, adrian minus 450 i i had already i was like gumby when are you going to stop banking on uh shop worn fighters because we had pons and ebo fight right before this and i thought okay font's gonna get get it next but no rob font still has plenty left that mass hole rob font came through with for the resident mass hole here the gumby breland knocked tko punches 257 in the first round boy oh boy oh boy he put it to adrian yanez this was a big hit for gumby i think he wants to gloat plus 160 even though he he lost way more money than i did last night i think he's going to want to gloat here anyhow because it was his Dog of the week. Official dog of the week. Go ahead. Yeah. Yeah. Did you hit? Did you hit your dog of the week? No, not this week. Of course not. Uh, you you might not. You were in on Chris Curtis too, don't you? I I I was, but I didn't. That was really a heartbreaker. My dog of the week. Uh, and now that's my my third dog of the week to hit. Uh, in this uh less weeks, but I will say this: it was so clear that Adrian Yanez is a dude who gets hit too much to get hit by a guy like Rob Font. And I know I said that on Thursday. I know I said that on Thursday. Like, Adrian Nunez got hit and wobbled by Randy Costa. Rob Font's not Randy Costa. Rob Font is Rob Font. And uh, he, he learned how bad that is. I will also say this. Uh, I saw a breakdown. Damn, I wish I could remember who it was on Twitter. Um, It was like one of those guys who does Twitter breakdowns. Not Jack Slack. That dude sucks. But, uh... One one of the other ones who's actually Shots good at what he fired. Does. <laughs> yeah, it's it's one of the guys who's actually good at what he does. Um, but somebody said that Rob Font throwing a jab that he used only to set up a collar tie was so smart because he that's exactly what he did to Adrian Nunez and it uh it led to a violent finish. So yeah, props to Rob Font. Love that dog money. Yep, looking forward to fading him again next fight. Um. He's probably gonna fight somebody like uh, man. He's he's probably gonna fight like Piotr Jan next, right? Mm, sure. Yeah. Book it. Yeah. Book, book it. Book it for me. All right. 
Kevin Holland, he came through for me, uh, taking care of Santiago Ponzinibbio after he got his. It's still a Kevin Holland fight, so it it was up in the air until until it wasn't. Um, I hit him at minus two thirty. He finally came through after getting his his little chicken legs ate up, as did Israel Adesanya. But Adesanya, um, yeah, both these guys actually with their chicken legs got eaten up, but they came through anyhow. Knockout punch. 316 into round three. Uh, I'm just gonna I'm gonna give Santiago Ponzinibbio benefit of the doubt that his uh, his um, senses weren't back fully when he was uh, disputing that finish because he was face down on the canvas eating punches and he thinks it was an early stoppage. But yeah, yeah, he just got knocked out. So I think that's there, the that's the key. There, there's no reason to think that was an early stoppage. <laughs> no. Uh, he, it wasn't he a was TKO. In, it was a knockout. He he was in a really bad way. Here's the thing that was crazy about that fight for me. It felt like every single round we watched, first, second, and third round, Ponzinibbio won at least three minutes of it, but very clearly lost the round. Yes, you, it was uh, like he was fighting uh, Cheeto Vera. That's that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He, <laughs> he was landing more than anybody else and uh, still very clearly getting beat. Uh, which get rocked, yeah. Yeah, it, it good, and good for Holland. Like, Holland proved me wrong. Um the the length was a big piece of this fight too. So, uh, yeah. which which I know is one of your your favorite things. So, <laughs> but I uh, I think I got shout, the right article. Shout out to the length bully. <laughs> length does not really. I I stopped tracking it stat wise because it, it was like fifty one percent or whatever. Like even four inches or more, it was only like. What what it, it helped it. you here? Yeah, it did help, and he didn't talk much. Maybe that was the key. He he was a bit quieter that fight. You mean right? he fought like a real fucking fighter? Yeah, he he fought like he wanted to fight, and he's he's a, a the good kind of weirdo he doesn't say too many objectionable things he's he's a fun weirdo is he not the samurai ghost uh what (laughs) is he not a samurai ghost samurai ghost he's not a samurai ghost yeah we're gonna talk about one of those later yeah uh raul rosas jr got exposed of course when i'm in on him the fight i'm in on him he got exposed christian hot christian rodriguez came in uh overweight um and really put it on this this kid it looked like a man against the boy uh Rosas looked great round one. Um, looked like he was going to almost get the an identical submission as he did in his debut. Um, and then he was out of gas and got whooped. 29-27, 29-28, 29-28. We were both on the wrong side of this fight. So we're, we're going to talk about this fight at the exact same time. We're going to talk about Sam Hughes versus Jackie Amorim. Yes. Um, uh, we're, we're, we're just going to lump them together because they're okay. both they're, they're both basically identical scorecards. Yep. They're both basically identical fights. Yep. Um, and what I'm going to say here about both of them is that Christian Rodriguez and Sam Hughes are both not better than Raul Rosas Jr. or Jackie Amorim. Uh, Jackie Amorim and Raul Rosas Jr. I think both have higher ceilings. Right. And will both accomplish more in their career than Christian Rodriguez and Sam Hughes. I do have high hopes for Christian Rodriguez. I, I think he's got a lot of potential. He's only 25. Sam Hughes is just like a cardio, like she's got weaponized cardio. That, yeah. That's basically what she's got. But I'll say this. Both of those guys were in on submissions. Amorim probably should have had a submission if somebody didn't dig in her gloves. Like both of these fighters. They both were, they both were doing that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, well, Amorim was towards the end of the fight. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But she was like in on a submission that should have gotten finished. And uh, Hughes dug into the gloves. And, and the good news is then Hughes then openly admitted to her boyfriend betting on her, which should oh, definitely yeah. cause... <laughs> yeah, so that's the last we're going to see of her. Well, that'll definitely cause no problems. No no problems at all. Um, you probably won't. That's the thing. <laughs> uh, 
I don't know. I think this one causes her problems. Um, but regardless, I, I'm saying both of these guys. I I don't feel bad having picked them. Uh, because in both instances, I was like, I don't love these numbers. They're largely unproven. They're people who I wouldn't like go out of my way to bet on. And I would say this, like, they're both definitely better. They just like need to learn, especially as young fighters, they need to learn that this is not a situation where it's like one round or nothing, right? Like you can't say I'm going to finish you in the first round or I'm going to be exhausted for the second round. And that's basically what happened to both of these people, uh, both Rosas and Amorium. And once they learn that like, Hey, just pace yourself. Don't be a fucking idiot and like go after it. Once they realize that, I think they're going to be dangerous. So uh, while we lost both of those fights, both of us lost both of those fights. Yeah. I I don't worry so much about it. And not only did Sam Hughes talk about her, her that was in the official uh, post-fight press conference too, right? That was in an official post-fight yeah. press conference with the UFC. She said that her boyfriend put a grand on her. And that she's going to take the money from him too. <laughs> something like that or she wanted yeah all yeah yeah issues, definitely not gonna even cause, definitely not gonna cause any issues it, it wouldn't have about what two months ago would have been fine right or three months somewhere ago. now Jeff, somewhere <laughs> jeff Molina is like shitting his pants he's yeah, like wow. real, real bummed about this situation yeah oh yeah yeah all right so that was the main card i hit i only hit two fights and gummy only hit two oh, no gummy hit three i hit the last I hit three. three uh no you hit two and i hit two that's right no no um, i hit the last three I hit he, all the last three. No, I'm talking about the main card. You hit, oh yeah, you hit Andres, Adesanya. You hit all the last three. Burns and fun. Yeah, excuse me. You're right. There we go. I bolded the proper thing now. All right. Excuse me. You can't take away Gumby's precious wins here, can we? All right. Uh, Especially not hurt. when it's my lock and my dog. Yeah, this one hurt. Main event of the prelims. Calvin Gaslam. We've never seen this from Calvin Gaslam. You look must, great. <laughs> triple, uh, uh, we don't, I don't want to call him Triple C. Henry Cejudo must he must really be a good trainer like people claim he is because uh, Gauss will look totally a brand new fighter. 29-28, 29-28, 30-27. I think he may have to start fading Chris Curtis. I think there's a... We've we've seen the ceiling for him. Uh, it's probably like fringe top 15. Um, yeah, but we didn't expect Gauss to come off uh, the shelf, being on the shelf for so long and really haven't not really looked uh, top of his game for quite a while now, like quite a few years. But boy, oh boy, that was probably the best we've seen of him last night. So I'm going to say a couple of things. I don't think you have to fade Chris Curtis yet. That's what he's fighting, thing. obviously. I, I, I said that there's a level. Like, rank guys may be, may be out of reach for him at this point. But anyhow. I, but here's the thing. I don't know that they are. Because, like, here, if if that clash of heads doesn't happen in the second yeah, round. Yeah, that too. Like, could he have won that fight? Yeah, he could have won that round, yeah. Because so dumb judges don't get uh, uh, judges do not be, get any would, of the any of the benefits that, that we do. They don't know right. how many strikes have landed. They don't know what was a foul and what wasn't a foul. And and they if that wasn't a guess. foul, Curtis wins that fight, right? Like he yeah, he, he was he, winning the second round in my opinion. Yeah. So yeah. like, uh, it like I think he got knocked down. So I, I think with the the evidence that the judges were given, they made the right decision. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I think if they were given all the information, I think they might have made the wrong decision. Uh, I think Curtis might have won that fight. But yeah. here's the thing. I think if if Calvin Gaslam fights that way, but let me just throw this out here to you. Oh, no. He's going to say something crazy. Everyone buckle up. If Calvin Gaslam fights that way, <laughs> with that speed, with that aggression, with that 
you know, gut. Let, let's call it gusto. Ooh, I think gusto. he's a top. I think he's a top five middleweight. Well, like, yeah, he he was before, and he looked better than he ever <laughs> did last night. So. If he if he looked that fast and that crisp with his boxing, would you not pick him to beat Sean Strickland? Yeah, Sean Strickland was in the corner watching all this happen too. So. Yeah, I think he beat Sean. I'd be I'd yeah, be yeah, yeah. Hands yeah. off of Sean Strickland looking yeah. like that. Do you think he'd yeah. beat Paul Acosta? Who knows with that guy? Probably. Do you think? I, I, I think be, I think I would trust Gasolin more at this point. Do you think he would be at the very least competitive with Marvin Vittori? Yeah, I think Vittori. We've seen probably seen the best of him too. So yeah, and, he's, and that's the number three middleweight right now. Oh yeah, we're talking about middleweight. That's true. And, and so <laughs> I'm telling you, like, don't get me wrong. He's had some stinkers lately, but if he shows up looking like he just did against Chris Curtis. Man, dude, I, I think I take Calvin Gaslam over a lot of people looking like that. Man, dude, it's true. Um, women's strawweights, Michelle Waterson Gomez. She she looked better. Oh, no, maybe not better than ever, but she uh better than she, she has. Yeah, in a long time. Um, she was definitely game. Luana Pinheiro, uh, split decision, but uh, I had her. I picked her to win, so that's all that matters. Twenty eight, twenty nine, twenty nine, twenty eight, twenty nine, twenty eight. Pinheiro. Um, yeah, both both ladies looked. Looked fine in that fight. Yeah, that. This How's that for a summary? They both look fine. This this was an easy one for me. I thought Pinheiro won. Uh, yeah. I think people who were uh, picked Michelle Watterson uh, are whining a little bit, but I, I don't think she won. Uh, the sure dog people think that Michelle Watterson won, so that's all you yeah. need to know. <laughs> I think a lot of a lot of it's narrative. If someone does better than you expect, I think a lot of times you see them get that. That's a really. That's a really great point, and we'll talk about that in two fights. Yes, I'm I'm so smart. Uh, we have Pinera at minus 162. Looking forward to what? Like she's undefeated in the UFC now. That's three and zero, I think. So looking forward to. I would say uh, she she did underwhelm a little bit. I thought yeah, she, she was more true. dominant. She still really wings her punches, and she didn't get the judo grappling going like we expected. But Watterson looked better than than expected too. So anyhow, yep. a win over a veteran, we'll take it, right? Yep. Um, the Piper prophecy came through. Right, Jong's about... fight for prophecy. Jong has prophecy. a dream, and we're not going to call it a dream. We're going to call it a prophecy because it yep. mostly came true. Jong yep. had a prophecy that Joe Piper would only throw four punches in this fight. He threw slightly more. Yeah, he he thought he would throw four punches to beat Gerald Mearshart, and it was pretty damn close. He TKO'd him with punches, three fifteen in the first round. We were. Expecting this to happen, hoping for this to happen. It was our lock was Pfeiffer to win. Both of us. Both of us had him as lock. I think I wrote that uh, it was going to be quick on on my Money MMA sub stock, and it was quick. Pfeiffer came through for us. Hey, real quick question. Where do you rank Joe Pfeiffer right now? Would he beat Uh, middleweights too? Would he beat... You know, we're we're just talking about shitty ranked middleweights, right? Like That's the thing about middleweight right now is it's like... Not a particularly good division, but like if you go and look at the ranked middleweights right now, it'd be Chris Curtis. We'll throw that out right there because they're on the same time schedule now. I'm we'll gonna say, I, I, I'm I'm not gonna take Chris Curtis because that that's a complicated question. He'd be <laughs> he'd he'd be Andre Muniz though, right? Uh, he's more well-rounded, so yeah, probably Muniz didn't look good last fight, so yeah, sure. How would he do it against Jack Hermanson? Hermanson's. <sighs> He's good sometimes. I, <laughs> he's also bad sometimes. Be, I think he'd beat Jack Hermanson. 
Well, who are you booking them with next? Instead of all doing all this uh, hypothetical stuff, I want. I want to. What's book your prophecy? Him. I, honestly, I want to book him with Brendan Allen. Really, Brendan Allen was at the fights last night too. Who Who wouldn't love that fight though? Sure. Right. Brendan like, Allen may not like it. Yeah, Brendan Allen would hate it. Brendan Allen thinks he's getting like, well, Derek Brunson's about to retire, right? Yeah. Um, but like Derek, uh, Brendan Allen thinks he's getting like Paulo Costa, Dragas, two places or something like that, and. Really, he's probably going to have to fight Joe Pyfer. Yeah, be like Joe, came through. Um, Jong is also mad that his uh, his girlfriend remains a unicorn. Uh, not <laughs> not Jong's girlfriend, but Joe Pyfer's, who she appeared briefly we'll, on Dana we'll White's We'll series. find her for you, buddy. And, and everyone, when, <laughs> when eyes popped out of their heads, uh, all, the, all our sickos in the uh, Discord, and she hasn't been seen since. So um, I'll put right. somebody on it. I got people in the John Marquez camp. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> Uh, women's strawweight again. Our girl Lupi came through. Lupita Godinez didn't fight the smartest fight. Um, she uh, she got it out a win over Cynthia Cavillo, who this is kind of like the fight we just broke down. Pamira Watterson. Cavillo looked better than she has in the past. She actually made the weight, uh, looked way bigger than Godinez. Uh, it wasn't enough. 28, 29, 29, 28, 30, 27. The right card is Godinez winning, and we had that. Uh, wish she would wrestle because that was the key. Instead, Cavillo took her down. Uh, Ganinas was seemed to be a bit too happy striking with her, but hey, what can we say? It was successful and she won. Minus, she looked like a minus two seventy pick, but that's what she was. Yeah, I I don't have much to say here other than I had Loopy winning. I think she clearly won uh one round, and the other two were coin flips. So I actually don't think any of these scorecards were particularly bad. Like I no. I, I think at the end of the day, like uh. You know, I think Godinez clearly won round one. I think she yep. probably won rounds two and three, but yep. both of them more of a coin flip. So, like, this is one of the rare split decisions that I think was not that bad. Carmier and Rogan were in on uh, Calvillo, so, so that's how we know we were right. That's right. That's right. They were, they were talking about every jab she landed. It was Joe Rogan like, also said, and I quote, about the Gilbert Burns and Jorge Masvidal fight. This third round is so close. Who knows? Yeah, who knows? And that was right after the eighth time that, that uh, Gilbert Burns tagged and wobbled <laughs> Jorge Masvidal. Yep. And uh, it, luckily someone didn't lose their mouthpiece because that would have been all he would have talked about that whole fight. So he gets so transfixed. If someone loses their mouthpiece, he, that's he, all he can talk that about. That motherfucker about. loves a narrative. Oh, my God. <laughs> Mouthpieces. Anyhow, we don't need to talk about the horrible announcement we had. Um, did you know that Jacqueline Amarine won multiple times in that first round? That's it. It's over. It's over. It's uh, over. Multiple times. It's over. We don't have to um, talk about that fight. Pop. That's always when always when the head pops out of the submission is when Rogan says it's over. All right. Uh, so that was the early. Uh, sorry. The main prelims, early prelims. Ignacio Bahamones made me look great. He, he uh, took apart Trey Ogden. 33-7, I don't see where the 29-28 came in, but I. One of the rounds, I think I kind of spaced out, but uh, Bahamones came through a big minus three, three, three hit for me. Yeah, that dude's got to shoot a takedown in there, right? <laughs> what do you think of him as, as a prospect? He's so big. He's still Bahamondes? super young, too. But yeah. I, I like Bahamondes as a prospect, especially because he's fought a fight already with somebody who loves to kickbox and is only going to kickbox him and did excellent, right? Like, he he did really good against John McDessie. Yeah. Um, and not many people are going to, and, you know, I, I saw people say like, 
Why isn't Trey Ogden shooting a takedown? Why isn't he doing this? Why didn't he do that? Close Why enough. <laughs> he couldn't get near him. Exactly. He, that dude couldn't get within the same zip code as him. So, uh, yeah, yeah. Props to Baja Mondays. Uh, 155 is such a hard division. So I think yeah, he needs yeah. to like round things wild. out. But he he's also so young. Yeah. Right. Six like foot, six foot three lightweight who's only 25. So, yeah, you know, it, it's, it's worth uh, keeping, worth keeping an eye on for sure. For sure. Steve Garcia made me look like a genius and got me props in the in the discard, which is <laughs> all I'm here for. And I think it was the fellow Canadian, right? Mac Attack, who uh, who was um, Mac Attack loves Canadians like you. Yeah, because I <laughs> this is part of my one, two, three, four, five straight uh, fights that I hit. Uh, this one was this one was just hit. This was a big plus 180 hit for me. Garcia you almost got six knocked in out. in a row. Yeah, oh, really? No, no, five in, no, no five. five in a row. Never mind, never mind. Garcia um, almost got knocked out in the first round, and then kind of almost, well, he at least uh, hurt uh, back, excuse me, uh, to close the round, and then he finished him off. Body body kick. I, I love uh, body finishes. Body kick or punch finishes. Body kick and punches, knockout. 36 seconds in two round two. You should not fade a person who's a friend of your Top Turtle podcast, Dan. No, Top Turtle Sweep this week. You um, did. And next week's got three people on him, so you can just three-person parlay those. And, there we go. Uh, We're going to have three guaranteed wins next episode. Yeah, yeah. Actually, I think all three of the people who are on my show next week are going to win, so uh, cool. be ready for that. Any thoughts on that fight or no? Um, I mean, Garcia is just so tough. Yeah, um, he, he like, got, it out, he, uh, got it out that win for sure. I can't believe he took those shots from Nerdenbeek. Nerdenbeek uh, is so big and ripped too. Dude, he hits Your type of like, guy. A, and he hits like a truck, and and somehow Garcia's like that's cute and just like gets back up. Yep, 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 yep. So there you go. And then oh, we already talked. I have mm. I have one big thought. All right. It's, Ooh. It's absolutely fucked that Steve Garcia didn't win a performance bonus. Yeah, that's right. He didn't if get that, fight of the night or or uh or knockout of the night. That dude time. told me last week, uh yep. when when I interviewed him, that all he wanted to do with his fifty K that he won from the Chase Hooper knockout was buy himself an R V and he had to pay bills instead. And he said the next bonus is the R V bonus. And I said, This is the fight for you then. Go get that R V bonus. And after that knockout, I was sure he was getting it. No yep. R V. No R V yeah. for my boy. How many? He's probably only making like less than twenty grand. Uh, uh, he probably made about thirty or so last night. So yeah, I don't know if you can get an RV for that much. He probably made twenty five, twenty five, right? Yeah, yeah, maybe about fifty or so, and then yeah, no bonus. But uh, is your Adesanya you needs an extra fifty k? That's why. So, um, and then we, we already talked about the opener. Jackie Amarin broke our hearts, broke John's heart. Um, John went silent for a while there. Uh, and then then came back and uh, I don't I don't blame him. That's a bummer. Like she <laughs> bummer. she had the choke. Yep. Oh yeah, she won multiple times. So like I said, so um, not in the real world though. So that concludes the night. Gaslam Curtis was fight of the night, which is what I predicted in my pick'em contest I run in my Substack. So hooray for me, even though I I exclude myself from winning. Uh, Adesanya and Rob Font got the performance of the night bonuses, not knockout of the night. Like I said, that's I dated myself by saying that, didn't I? Um, I went seven to five. I lost 72 bucks. Lucky I hit that plus 180. Uh, and Gumby, six and six. Only lost 185 bucks, which is an improvement for him over last but, week. But who won? Who hit their dog of the week? No, I'm not there yet. Okay, you can wait. <laughs> Gumby's, hitting, Gumby's hitting a 
whopping 52% of his, his picks this year. Whew. What percent uh, of my locks am I? And he's down some money. I'm hitting 66%. <laughs> I dropped a little bit. And I'm I'm down 11 bucks now, so I got to pick it up. Locks, I'm 6 and 1, up 100, up 22%. Gumby is 9 and 1, up 31%. So that, that's some good money. Uh we both hit Joe Pye for just, just just bet my locks every week. Yep. Gumby hit his uh dog plus 160. Uh Rob Font, I missed Chris Curtis. We were both down money in our dogs. Uh, we were down money in our props, so um, I was up, but not after last night. I had Burns via sub, which should have happened, but he sure. didn't do it. Get, get em- after it, Burns. Emerin via sub, which should have happened as well. We should have we should have hit that too. I I almost swept if Emerin finished that in the first round. And then we didn't hit either legs of the Hungry Man John Superfan Parley. Chris Curtis knockout Pinero inside the distance. You got to do better, Gumby. Okay. I I got you next week. All right, whatever. We got all the listeners to to. Uh, Listen for for your big uh for your big plus twenty one ninety five uh underdog anyhow so uh, that's all that matters downloads Dan downloads um <laughs> next week we've already talked about next week he's gonna we told you about uh Gummy's got some walks for you already UFC and ESPN Holloway versus Allen uh it's on the big ESPN one so it's it's a big event on my wife's birthday birthday next uh, Saturday Max Holloway versus Arnold Allen is the main event. Edson Barboza, Billy Quarantillo, Dustin Jacoby, Azamat Mirzakhanov, Jan Kudalaba, Tanner Bozer, as he drops down to fight heavyweight. Pedro Munoz, Chris Gutierrez, Clay Guida, Hoffa Garcia is the main card. We got Bill Algio, TJ Brown, Brandon Weibal, Matias Nicolau should be higher up in the card. Zach Cummings, Ed Herman, a loser to Leeds Town match, probably. No, um, it's not a loser to Leeds Town match. That's <laughs> uh, how much do we love these guys, man? Yeah. <laughs> they're, they're still around those two jillian robertson canadian versus pierre rodriguez <laughs> oh, uh, did i miss any other canadians oh yes i did tanner boser um leno vanada daniel zellhuber that fight has already been talked about in our discord so if you're a sicko and you're talking want to talk about Lando vanada daniel zellhuber more than a week in advance or around a week in advance and our discord's a place for you bruno brazil i know that name versus denise gomes or gomez aaron phillips gaston bolanos Jocelyn Edwards, Lucy Pudulova. That's their fight card. Yeah, it's a sick one. That's a fight. It's a sick one, guys. I All love right. this card. We've given you more than enough. These recaps are always long, but they're fun to do. So um, hopefully it's fun to listen to. If you made it this far, it must have been fun. Or you're doing some horrible job and you're just trying to make time time go by. Um, or you're locked up or something like that. Uh, anyhow, um, <laughs> thanks for listening. What else can I tell you? Get in the Discord. I told you that already enough. SGPN MMA is our handle on Twitter. Gumby puts sick posts on there. He's also Gumby Vreeland. I'm also a Jeff Fox writer. I told you my Substacks, moneymma.substack.com. A free subscription will get you into our picking contest every week. So, and you can win free stuff. Who doesn't like free stuff? Top Turtle MMA. Gumby uh, hinted that he has three people from next week's uh, fight card on next week's uh, Top Turtle podcast. Do you want to tell people who it? They are now, or you want to wait? Sure. Yeah, you can tune in. in. Can. You can turn in hopefully Tuesday and uh, hear Dustin Jacoby. Uh, the aforementioned Zach Cummins, who was fighting Ed Herman, and then uh, a Portuguese language interview with Bruno Brazil. I love interviews with uh, interpreters, Dan. Do you know who the interpreter is for the Bruno Brazil in- interview? Who? You actually know the interpreter. Really? Who would that? Yeah. Be? It's Kaibo Hi- It's Kaibo Ohio. Oh, are they together or something? Uh, no. Uh, Brazil is married to her wife. Uh, 
but Kaibo Hayo trains with her and okay. agreed to uh, translate for the interview, which was pretty freaking cool. I'm married to my wife as well. So <laughs> that's the way these things work, right? Um, I found this hard to i just went uh through the card earlier today i'm like wow these are some tough fights to pick i haven't looked at lines or anything yet but i i think it may like last week's card i zipped through i wasn't wasn't that great at it i think i have three fights that i haven't picked yet yeah okay okay um yeah i like the main event who knows i always want to the main event is the second hardest one behind lando veneta versus daniel zellhuber I've been <laughs> there's that fight again. Banana <laughs> Zellhuber is the people's choice apparently in discard. Um, I think I've hyped up all their stuff. Oh, obviously the website sportsgamblingpodcast.com, the place to be. Um, all right, that's enough. Uh, we'll be back in yours tomorrow. Regional action time, right? We had a vote because uh, it was going to be either. Actually, we're we're big on PFL and on um, LFA around these parts, or at least our fans are. Uh, so we had a vote. PFL uh, squeezed out a victory. So we're going to give you five picks on that card. It's week three of the PFL. So we'll give get that in yours on the Monday, right? That's right. Right. I think I'll be wanting to do LFA, but take that. You That's lost. okay. I'll, I'll hit you with LFA picks PFL's in the Discord. Fine. So make sure you get in the Discord. That's true. PFL is fine as well. Uh, okay. Uh, we will speak again tomorrow. Uh, until that time, remember, I'm the Argentine dagger, Jeff Fox. My uh, co-host, of course, is C-Rod Gummy Freeland, and we'll talk to you tomorrow.